this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Good everyone and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez and uh, I tell you, we've been having a really good, good summer so far, haven't you? I hope you have. I hope everything's been going good for you and I know it has been for me and my family. We've been enjoying summer and just excited, excited, you know, for this amazing season, what God's going to do in our lives and really just understanding how, you know what, we're going to so we're going to go ahead and take charge of our lives. We're going to begin to take charge by what? Thinking positive, but also not just think positive, but have a plan, have a idea because we want to be able to attract anything and everything that God has for us in our lives. The Bible says that no good thing would he withhold from us. No good thing. And I want every good thing to flow down to me and I'm going to be able to speak positive, think positive, but also I'm going to begin to think on things above and not below because that's what we're called to do, right? And I like to put it this way. I like to put it this way, that God wants us to think on things that are of higher call. You know, not something low, not something just, you know, small, but really think about things that are important. Think about things that are trustworthy. Think about things that are praiseworthy. Think about things that actually are meaningful and really be able to change our entire life. And so I'm excited to be able to really speak to you guys today in this podcast. And what I want to do basically is I want to talk about um, a plan for every day. How's that? We're going to call today a plan for every day. So many people ask me, like, what do you do in the morning, Jeremy? Like, do you pray? Do you meditate? You know, um, do you read word, scriptures? Do you read a book? You know, what, what do you do? And one of the things I like to tell people is is I have this little uh, personal plan that I do in my mind every single morning. And it helps me out. You know, I have affirmations. I have declarations. Because uh, I want to be able to speak into the day that has just been given to me. You know, the Bible says, give us this day our daily bread. So God's been giving us the day every day. And because of that, it's my job to speak into that day of what it is I'm looking for. What it is I need to come in contact with. What it is that's going to change my life and what it is I need throughout the day to change other people's lives. But in order to do that, i got to be open and receptive, right? i got to be willing and ready to be able to be all things to everyone. So today I'm going to give you guys my secrets, okay? My secret plan of what I do throughout the morning. And so first of all, when I get up, I like to meditate for a minute. I like to meditate upon, you know, things of God, you know, of, of thinking about what I'm going to do through that day. And so the first thing I like to do is I have a positive mindset. I first and foremost, I begin to, I begin the day with a positive mindset because I want to be able to get up. And even though, let's say, for example, if I find myself saying, you know, oh, I had a bad night or I didn't sleep that good, you know, which I actually sleep pretty good every night. So I'm, I can't complain. But, you know, there have been those nights, right? We all have those nights where it's like you toss and turn and you think, what is wrong with me? Why can't I go to sleep? You know, and uh, but even through the good and the bad, even through the good night rest and and the nights where I don't get so much rest. Here's what I do. I wake up to say, oh, wow, today I'm alive. I'm refreshed. I'm renewed. Today I'm going to be receptive to whatever comes my way. I'm going to accept the things today that I know that is needed for me to either change my life or change someone else's life. Today is going to be a beautiful day. And that's one of the affirmations that I say every morning because I want to be able to know that day by speaking into that day. 
It's like this. It's like meeting somebody for the first time and you never have a conversation. Let's say you meet somebody on the street and you think to yourself, you know, hey, I met this lady named Susan and we just said, hey, I'm Susan. Hey, I'm Jeremy. And all of a sudden that's it. And we just stare at each other for an hour, right? Let's just say we just stare at each other for an hour, which would be very odd. But let's say we stare at each other for an hour on the street and then we just go our merry way. Now, do you think I'm going to remember anything about Susan? No. I'm, I'm only going to know her first name. I'll never know her last name. Never know if she's married, single, if she's mean, if she's nice, if she's a Christian, if she's not, if she's aggressively ugly, if she's a murderer, or if she's a, a business owner, uh, or if she's kind, or if she's a liar or a gossiper. I'll never know anything about her. Where she lives, I'll never know anything about her in silence, right? So what what does it mean in the morning when we wake up and whether we've had a good night's rest or a bad night's rest? When we wake up and say something positive, we meditate upon what it is we're saying because we want to be able to speak into that day. In other words, have a conversation with your day. Have a conversation with your day. If, if the Bible says, give us this day, our daily bread, then that means I've got daily bread for that day that I've got to begin to be able to speak that daily bread into where it needs to fit in into that day. Think about that. You might say, are you trying to fit in God into your life? No. What we're doing is God given us a daily bread, which means I need to be able to incorporate that daily bread, which are all the blessings of God. I need to incorporate everything that has been given to me in that day. So what do I need to do? Submit to that day. That everything can be able to flow and function properly. Speak into that day. Know that, that I'm more receptive and alert and aware of people, places, and things. Knowing that whatever comes my way must be there for a purpose and for a reason. So what do I need to do? Speak into that day. Decree that today is going to be beautiful. Decree today that whatever comes my way, I'm going to be joyful because everything is here to sharpen me. Everything is here to help me. Everything in this day is here to empower me. So I've got to begin to be ready for whatever comes that day. Now, do I speak into the day for everything to be absolutely perfect and nothing go wrong? Well, no, because that's not that's not reality, right? That's not life. Life is full of the good, the bad, the ugly. Life is full of everything that sometimes you didn't feel like you asked for. Sometimes you get a plate delivered to you of good food that tastes good, and sometimes you get a plate of food that you you did you asked for but doesn't taste like what you thought it would taste like, right? Really, and so that's where you know you have to understand. Sometimes you get surprises, but even through those surprises during the day, it's still going to be a good God day. Why? Because you've, you've learned to be able to receive and accept whatever is, is put in, into that day. But the main thing is you've set an outline. And the beautiful thing about setting an outline means I've set an outline for today of what I would like to see happen. And, and what I'd like to see happen, here, here's one of the misconceptions people don't understand. I don't have an outline to say, today I'm going to make lots of money. Today I'm going to be able to buy what awesome clothes. Today I'm going to be able to, you know, just have a smile on my face. And today it's going to be, you know, all this stuff. I don't, I don't go through a day like that. That's more not only just materialistic, but it's more, it's not reality. Because reality, I'm going to encounter people that's going to have good days. I'm going to encounter people that's not going to have good, good days. I'm going to encounter some situations that are surprises that I maybe didn't realize was going to come that day. Because the Bible does say that in this life there'll be trials and tribulations. But be of good cheer. I love that verse because it's saying, in other words, you're going to have some problems. You're going to have some situations in your life that you're going to look at and say, I didn't know this was going to happen to me today. But the Bible says what? But be of good cheer. And what that means is be of good cheer simply because of the fact that I'm going to be able to go before you to overcome, but you're going to have to be of good cheer.
And so whatever comes your way that day, God has already overcome, not because he had overcome it for himself, no, because he's already made a way of overcoming power for you to be able to receive that, of that in which he's already done and accomplished. So because of that, I need to be of good cheer. So in other words, what am I saying? I'm saying that what I need to do is speak what I need to have in that, in the, in that day, what I'd like to see happen in that day. And through what I'd like to see happen that day, if I, if I get a you know, curveball, as they say, if I get a curveball thrown at me that I have something I didn't really ask for, here's what happens. Then I begin to look at that and say, you know what? I might not have asked for this, but you know what? No worries, no problems. I'm going to be of good cheer. And so I need to steal, even through that time, steal, the Bible's letting me know, steal, be of good cheer. In other words, steal, think upon things that are good and, and holy and pure. You know, uh, you know, steal, I got to begin to think of a good thought. Steal, I got to impregnate the stay with a vision. Steal, I got to begin to impregnate that day with happy thoughts and positivity positivity that's the still the key of god so even that verse alone is even letting us know that when you face a trial and tribulation here's the deal i've already overcome it for you in other words how have i overcome it for you i overcame it for you so in other words i'm opening up a door for you that you can escape you can eventually escape that trial and tribulation. Doesn't mean you're not going to go through it, but you can escape it. You can escape it through being of good cheer. And I want you to think about that for a moment. We have the option, the power, the great privilege of understanding that we can change the world. We can change our lives. We can change society. We can change everything of what it needs to look like. Okay, I don't ever judge what everybody and everything needs to look like, but what it should look like according to God's plan and rule for His, for his kingdom by injecting myself with joy and cheer and and then injecting that into the earth today and so the overcoming part of it is that god has already told me here's here's what you do be of good cheer for i've overcome so in other words if you have good cheer here's the beautiful thing about that verse if you are of good cheer then there's an overcoming power right there with you. If you are of good cheer, there's an overcoming power right there welcoming you. If you're of good cheer, you're going to begin to receive the beautiful things that's going to help you to overcome, right? And that's a great thing because there's overcoming power already there for you. So this is where God is saying, hey, by the way, you know, make your declarations, make your affirmations, speak into the day what you want it to happen, speak into your life what you want to be able to happen. And when you do, no matter what is coming your way, you can attract all the good things with your affirmations and your plan because without a vision you're going to perish so i never start off a day without incorporating a vision for that day and the vision needs to be a declaration of what i'd like to be able to navigate through that day with and that is with people knowing that when i go places and when i go near things that everything is not just coming back to bless me but that everything is coming to bless it because i'm coming to bless people places and things as well so my plan and that vision for the day is not always today i'm going to make a lot of money Today I'm going to be able to find the the girl of my dreams, the guy of my dreams, the best job that's going to give me you know six digit, digit figure you know throughout the year. All that's wonderful and great, and you're welcome to interject that, but don't make it a complete vision. You don't want your day full of nothing more than just hype and fluff, because you want to be able to realize reality is saying I can still navigate this ship, but it's going to ship, but it's going to be line upon line, precept on precept. In other words, think logically in your reality. It's okay to think that. Most people think thinking logically is is like 
something demonic or bad. It's not. What it's saying to you is I need to think logically to say everything's stepping stones. So what I'm making right now, I need to step it up a little bit further. You know, uh, the, the people I've been seeing recently, I need to step it up a little bit further. We're interacting with them. Uh, the places I've been going, I need to step it up a little further. I can go a little further in my places. So whatever it is that you look at and you've seen, then take a next step of faith. Incorporate that vision of what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, but also what you're going to feel like as you approach it. What you're going to feel like when it happens. What, the, the, you know, what kind of attitude do you want to be in when that next step is approaching you and you're able to take it? Because that's all part of vision. Vision is also incorporating your feelings. Vision is incorporating your sight, your taste, your smell. It's incorporating your touching. It's incorporating your senses. When you incorporate your senses and you incorporate your feelings, you incorporate you know, the vision, that vision is going to be stronger and more potent and powerful for that day for you because you're interjecting your soul. You know, you're, you're, you know, the soul is what? The mind, will, the emotions. You're interjecting every fiber of your being into that vision. That vision is going to go before you and it's going to plow the ground for that day and you're going to be utterly shocked and amazed what happens. And once again, as it's plowing the ground, if you're you know throwing a, a curveball and all of a sudden you look at that and you think, whoa, I didn't ask for this now, this morning in my declaration, then be of good cheer. Then be of good cheer, because once you navigate it back through you, through a cheery, happy attitude, and you deal with the trial and tribulation that maybe is thrown at you, and you're learning, learning to deal with it, don't bypass it, don't ignore it, don't bury your head in the sand, but gently and methodically in the sense of wisdom and knowledge, just go through it, and as you go through it, all of a sudden, it's going to go quick. It's going I mean, you, you won't be in it for years. Like, it's going to go very quick, and before you know it, within 30 minutes to an hour, you dealt with it, because you went into the situation of your trial and tribulation with such an awesome awesomeness about you but such an awesome feeling and an awesome cheerfulness and guess what once you do that cheerfulness is the antidote cheerfulness is the medication for the trial and tribulation because in other words it heals it it brings the answer it brings the truth into it and it nips it in the bud to take it away takes it out of the way. That's the beautiful thing about the kingdom of God. So when he says, be of good cheer, I've already overcome, what he's saying is, you've got to be of good cheer because that's your overcoming power. Your overcoming power of what I've done is through your cheerfulness that's going to be able to be the antidote for that trial and tribulation because you're going to begin to recognize it, see it for what it is, and then confront it with a fact, a truth, or walk yourself through the valley, walk yourself through the trial, but you're going to walk it with your head held high and full of cheer. And I guarantee you, I can promise you that trial and tribulation is going to fly by so quickly. You know, when, when someone asks you at the end of the day, hey, how's your day going? Today actually went really great. Well, I had a little issue at three o'clock. You know, this woman cussed me out on the phone or had an issue at, you know, at two o'clock where as a little, little bender fender, you know, a little, little wreck over here, you know, but then all of a sudden your next line will be this. But you know, within an hour, the police came, we're able to, to file the insurance and it, and it came out great. No problem. And then the rest of my day went good. Or, hey, I came across an angry woman who cussed me out. But you know what? I threw some joy at her and said, I'm so sorry if I offended you. I'm so sorry if I did something wrong. Please forgive me. What can I do for you, ma'am, to make your day better? And so guess what? I changed her attitude. And then all of a sudden, 30 minutes later, bam, you're back on the road of, of back uh, and your, your affirmation and your declaration and eating the manna from God.
That's the beautiful thing about your day. Once you begin to incorporate all these things into your day, life will begin to change for you. It's just the problem is most people think it's either going to be A, a perfect life, if I attract good things and think just positive things, and then B, the other part of it is it sounds too huff, a hype and puff. Well, guess what? Those extremities are not reality. When you incorporate what I've told you today, then that's going to be more of a logical reality kingdom thinking way to where you can deal with things that are logically, you know, uh, thrown at you. You can deal with things that are declarations. You know, uh, you can deal with the trials and tribulations. You can be able to handle life and steer through it and navigate through it with a truth that's not so extreme, but will, will walk you through it. And then you'll find where life will tend to get a little better, a little better, better. Is it going to get better because you're never going to have a trial again or tribulation? No. You're always going to have those. However, here's the beautiful thing about your future. You will get so addicted and so used to and such a powerful paradigm built in your mind of facing everything that's thrown at you of a trial and tribulation or a rough time. I don't, even, I don't even want to say a rough day. I've had a rough day. No, you actually didn't have a rough day. You had a good day, but a couple of things during that day went bad. So don't ever say you had a rough day. Don't ever say, man, this day's horrible. No, you had a couple of things during that day that went bad. Because see, that's an unrenewed mind. A renewed mind says, today was actually pretty good. I, I, I was faced with a couple of little situations, but you know what? They're over with. I was able to take care of them, and the rest of the day went good for me. That's what a renewed mind says. That's what a positive mind says. And so before long, your days will get better because when, when there's a trial and tribulation, you'll be so used to, so accustomed, so pattern paradigm building in your mind that when something goes wrong throughout the day, you'll be so used to facing it and confronting it with joy and, and cheerfulness that you'll forget you even had it the, You know, at the end of the day. You'll forget that even was thrown at you. That's the beautiful thing about the kingdom of God is, is understanding that's what it means to be positive. This is what it means to have a beautiful day. This is what it means to speak into your day. This is what it means to have a beautiful life is recognizing I don't I'm not gonna have a perfect life I'm not gonna name it and claim it and all of a sudden the, my entire world changes and nothing wrong ever happens to me you know I'm not gonna have that place where you know my life is just devastated every single day no all those are extremes because it's never it's not, not true I can tell you people who've said man I've had a horrible rotten day today if we if I went into their their day if I could turn back time you know as Cher once said if I could turn back time uh, I could, if I could turn back time and look into their day, I began to say, well, wait a minute. You had 30 minutes here of, of, of a good conversation with you know your coworker. Well, here, you know, your mom called you. That was a good conversation. Well, here you woke up and, and you felt good. You had your great, your, you know, a good cup of coffee that you really enjoy. So see, here's that's what an unrenewed mind says. But a renewed mind says you're going to focus on the few or or many or a lot of the things that happened during the day that was good and powerful. And you don't bury your set your head in the sand because of a couple of bad things throughout the day. No, you face it, confront it with joy, with cheerfulness. And you know, here here's the here's the strange thing to me that a lot of Christians deal with, and especially spirit filled Christian people, is finding themselves that when one thing goes wrong, I have a minister friend of mine, I love him dearly, but every day it's an it's an attack of the devil. Every day is an assignment against against him from the devil. I don't buy into that because if that's the case, every day. 
then my thing is, then what did Jesus, isn't that like a slap in Jesus' face of what he did on the cross, that to, to die and give us a life and life more abundantly, then might be something might be wrong, possibly with your theology or your thinking, because you're not getting a life and life more abundantly every day at all, then something must be severely wrong. And so you need to recalculate. If your day is that day every day, folks, you need to recalculate your theology. You need to re-examine your thinking, your theology. Does Jeremy have some bad days? Oh, yes, Jeremy has some bad times throughout some days. But Jeremy doesn't have bad days. Do I have horrible moments at times in, in maybe certain days that I'm like, oh, what on earth is going wrong? Absolutely I do. But notice I say uh, times or points or, you know, uh, seconds or minutes or an hour. That's my terminology. I never give a full day to say, today I had a bad day. This week has been a bad week. No, I never say that. Never do. Because it's not true. It's not true at all. It, I, because throughout the week, you can't tell me that every second of every moment of every hour of every day was so horrific and so bad that everything was thrown at you, bam, 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 and was nonstop the whole day, the whole week. That's not possible. It's not true. God would never allow that. So you've got to recalculate what you want to think. You've got to recalculate what you want your day to look like. You've got to recalculate how you want to view your day. You've got to recalculate how you're going to be able to change your terminology and see what is good and pure throughout your day, even through the bad moments. And say, yeah, today was, today was pretty good. Today was actually pretty good. Had a couple of, you know, twists and turns there, but today for, you know, uh, it, the, as a whole was actually pretty good. And that, that's your, that's your, that's your way of getting on the road to recovery because you're recovering because you're renewing the mind and you're speaking and you're really seeing it for what it really is. That's a beautiful thing about the kingdom of God. If you think about it, that's what it really is. What something really is, is I had a good day, but I had a couple of things that would just, went the wrong way. But you know what? I faced it with joy and cheerfulness and I just got back on that road of cheerfulness and I noticed those things just sort of disappeared. They sort of disintegrated. You know, but why? I didn't ignore them. I just dealt with them. I gave it some truth and facts through some, through some joy, through some cheerfulness, because I knew that these trials and tribulations needed some answers. They needed to be confronted so I can fix it, or I can correct it, or give it to someone that maybe is, is maybe their responsibility, or if it's my responsibility to take care of it. But I face it and I deal with it. Why? So I can get back on the road to having more of the cheerfulness of, uh, you know, that's not you know, sort of by faith through a rough time. That's the will of God. And then literally you will bounce back. You literally will bounce back so much quicker than you think you will. And then guess what? Then you're going to be able to have more happy days, more cheerful days, more great days where literally things in your life will begin to change dramatically. And you'll look back and you'll find yourself saying, wow, you know what? I've, I have a great life. And yet people are like, yeah, your life wants to be perfect. Oh, look at you, look at you. And you can say, I don't, you know, well, I do have a good life. And why? Because you cease to recognize or to magnify the few little jots and tittles of the, of the bad things throughout your days. And so as a whole, you had a pretty good life. You have a pretty good week. You had a pretty good day. 
And you start off with your affirmation, you start off your declaration, and you speak into that day of, of knowing that if you have manna in that day, I'm going to eat the manna of joy. I'm going to eat the manna of cheerfulness because I already have, I've already overcome because he's overcome. And therefore, really, I mean, if God be for me, who on earth can be against me? Why am I even fretting about some crazy 30 minutes or an hour of something that happened, right? Because if we be may endure for a night, joy does come in the morning. And I like how the the scripture says that because it actually is talking about weeping may endure for a night. Notice how the word night is there, which is which is literally a small segment of a day. And then it says, but joy comes in the morning. The morning is even a small segment of the day. So so why would the scriptures reference two different times of, of one day? in a 24-hour period. Why? Because it's letting you know in one day you might have some weeping, but in the same exact day you can and you will and you should still have the joy to overflood and override the rest of your day even over the time of that weeping because you know you can take care of the weeping you can weep when you need to over something that went wrong but you kick your mind back into the cheerfulness and then the rest of the day is going to be joy in the morning or the afternoon or the or the evening and it's going to be unspeakable joy and full of glory so that my friend is how i navigate through my day and i encourage you navigate through your day that way and i guarantee you your life will be beautiful your life will be great and you won't find yourself 20 years later saying man i've had a rough 20 years so you're going to calculate you're going to leave out all the times you've had maybe a good dinner that was really tasty a good conversation with a friend a good joke that maybe was told to you or they maybe you told a good hug by your mom that you or you know a good kiss by your mother on the cheek a good job promotion that you've had uh the the, the mornings the morning or the mornings when your car started and took you to work the times when you heard that your favorites on the radio so you'd mean to tell me you didn't experience any of those little moments doing it in a 20-year period sure you did sure you did but an unrenewed mind will always see it the other way a renewed mind will always pull to the surface all the wonderful beautiful things that are praiseworthy and of good report that's what we are called to do to magnify the lord but also to bring truth into our day and then begin to what to begin to attract what it is we need in our days our weeks our months and our years and our lives so thank you so much, guys, for tuning in today for our podcast. You guys are awesome. You really are. I have a dynamic, huge family around the world that listens to this podcast. And please, feel free to write in. Feel free to write into our podcast. Let us know some things maybe you want to hear, you'd like for me to talk about. Sometimes I'll talk about them. Sometimes if I don't feel led, I won't. But a lot of times, maybe I'll touch on the subject. So, you know, write into our customer service at identitynetwork.net and let us know some things, you know, you let us know you appreciate the broadcast or, you know, and let us know things you want me to say and talk about. I'd love to do that. And also, the book of the month this month, you guys need to make sure you're on our book of the month program. It's just, uh, just a flat rate of $15 a month and it's automatically deducted in your from your account uh, and you get a book sent to you just basically no shipping you get the ebook free um, you don't I mean it's amazing you get a lot of extra great great things all right and it's only for those in the USA if you're out of the USA we can definitely still work with you and you can still receive an ebook uh, every month uh, as well 
So let us know if you're interested. Contact my customer service. And the book of this month is actually called I Am That I Am. And it's a powerful, deep, revelatory book. So I encourage each and every one of you to get it today. And as I close the podcast, remember what we always say, and that is this. If you don't like your day, change the way you're thinking, and you'll change the rest of the day, and which will ultimately change your whole life. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.